Hi, everyone. You're listening to Candidly Laura, a daily podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. Take it away, Laura. To the MLM haters, this is directed towards all of you or the doubters or the disbelievers or the spewers of rhetoric. <laughs> I, um, I've been purveying, per- perusing um, anti-MLM TikTok for a long time. And I've watched the documentaries and I've listened to the podcast. And I want to be very clear that I know and I understand and I am deeply remorseful for those people that joined companies and had terrible experiences that lost a lot of money, that lost friends, that were not supported in any sort of entrepreneurial way. And and it's unfortunately pretty prevalent. And the extra unfortunate thing about it is that then it also puts a sort of dark cloud shadow over other companies that are doing better or are doing good or are out to change that model of sales or are out to change, you know, how many people make money. So I want to say off the bat, I get it. If you are coming to listening to this with a, they're all the same, Laura, I hate them. They're predatory. Nobody makes any money. I get it. What I ask of you is that you listen to some of my points of view as someone inside of one who has been for years and who has some differing opinions about them in general than you have. And I will say it's not for everyone. It's definitely not for everyone. But I would also say sales in general are not for everyone. And they're for a very small and specific set of people. And I think with the upswing of affiliate marketing, we're starting to see more people dabble in sales in different ways. And I hope, one of my hopes for everyone in different direct sales companies, that they do figure out other sales models that are not as transactional as they have been before. So really quickly, what is an MLM? A multi-level marketing company is a monetary strategy used by direct sales companies to encourage existing distributors to recruit new distributors. So that is where that pyramid shape and that phrase pyramid scheme comes in. And I just have a lot of things to say about all of this. So what I want to start with by saying is what's unfortunately happened with the sort of repetitive nature of how many companies exist in this world is a lot of things just get repeated over and over again and are applied to many companies despite them being vastly different, having very different products, very different sales models, very different um, ways of working, ways of doing business. And I just want to say they're not all the same. Okay. And if you have a friend who is considering them, 
don't pull out a bunch of stats or a bunch of things that you've heard repeated year in and year out. Listen to them and, and let them tell you what interests you about them. Because I actually have, I've had it a few times in my network where people sort of just make a, a an announcement per se and are like, don't ever, you should never, they are terrible. They are all terrible. <laughs> Nobody ever join the pyramid schemes. And I call those people out. I do. And I say, if you're willing to have a conversation, I'd love to talk about my experience and how what you're doing is not actually helping your friends. Because there are people that are good at it. And there are companies that are doing good things. And I will speak solely for myself. I've been doing it since 2014. I started with just myself, of course. And I and several other people have had other people join us in doing this. And I do have a team and I would not have financially survived during the pandemic if I didn't have this source of income. I would have probably had to move in with family or friends and I would have had to be like many people did in the theater industry. And, um, and that is take jobs where I, I very likely could have been in harm's way, right? I could have been in a grocery store again, which is where most of my experience is, or in a coffee shop. So the income in the team that I built, um, it really helped me through COVID for not only financial, but also community. Because once the pandemic started, I lost most of my friends, very honestly, because theater disappeared. And theater is a great community filled with a lot of people, but we're best when we're together. When we're separate, we're not a great community. I'll just be very honest about that. So not all companies are the same. Some of the things that you've heard, some of the rhetoric that's just been thrown around, is just really unfortunate, honestly. So why do we get called pyramid schemes? And why do we hate being called pyramid schemes? And part of that is because no one else gets called pyramid schemes, but they are, right? The subscription model for theaters or for any sort of service is get more people to represent you, affiliate marketing, get more affiliates to get more people to be affiliates. And pyramid schemes are literally illegal. And the idea is that I'm getting paid you know, bonkers money off of team, my team who's doing work. And I, every compensation plan with every company is vastly different. So I won't speak to any others, but for my own company, I do make money off of my first three levels. And then I do get a little bonus if people hit titles and I don't make very much money until you start making some money. Right. And I like the minutes and hours for how much I'm paid for someone the first couple of years that they are learning this business and learning sales and learning about personal growth, learning about marketing, learning about entrepreneurship. I mean, it is like pennies to the hour is how much money I'm making off of people that I'm training and coaching and leading. And I help them with like nearly everything, you guys. 
it's helping them with customer service. It's helping them with their mindset. It's helping them run events so that they can introduce and learn how to introduce. It's, it's not a small job to get someone started. And every single person that goes into and gives us a try, I'm grateful that they're willing to try, but they're all coming at it from a different perspective. And no one, literally no one on my team has ever said, yes, when I grow up, I'm going to represent a company in direct sales and I'm going to sell lipstick, right? Like that does not happen. So the amount of just mental coaching and work we have to do when people get started, like it's, it's astronomical. (laughs) It really is. So do I make money off my team? Yes. Is it very much not until they're making a decent amount of money. And even then, it's once their commission comes out that I make 9% of what it is that they're making. So if they're making, if they sell, we'll just do some math because this is public knowledge. Okay, calculator. If they are pretty good at sales, and let's say they sell $2,000 a month, they make 32% which is 640, which means I'm getting paid 9% of 1360 and 9% of 1360 is $122. Do you know how many people on my team of 77 sell 2000 or more? Like four or five or six, if it's a good month. So that's not... I'm now making bazillions of dollars. And I know this is different in other companies. I know there are some people that are making six figures a month. I've just never seen that. And I don't, I don't know that I even want, I shouldn't say I don't want to. I would love to have one month where I make six figures in a month because that would be phenomenal. Okay, so pyramid schemes. Why do we get compared that way? It's not illegal. These companies are million and billion dollar companies. And The structure is we do make money off of our teams. Again, my point of view is it's not until you're actually making some money yourself. You're making more off of what you sell than I am. And if I've done my job right, I've helped you get better at what you're doing. Okay. So the other thing that gets thrown around a lot is I think it's neither 95 or 90%, 96% of people who try direct sales actually end up losing money instead of making money. And I don't know where they get that number or if that number has been substantiated. I do know that I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the 90% because there are sort of two schools of direct sales companies that are in the predatory nature of things. And one of them is the people that are just trying to get as many people below them as they can. Because some people's compensation plans, you have to have a certain number of people in your line before you can make any certain amount number of money. So they have people that are just signing up for the discount or just signing up to get what they call the kit. So those people are paying, you know, a hundred dollars, let's say, or 150 to get, you know, 50% off of that order. And then Yes, that person who signed up just to get the discount for that period of time is losing money because they are just buying things for themselves or their families and they're not actually trying to run a business, right? The other thing is that 
there are a lot of companies, mine is not this way, but there are a lot of companies where you have to either buy your stock and sell your stock of whatever products it is that you're selling, or you have to have a certain amount of product to even begin to sell. And the the sort of most classic one that I'm decently familiar with is LuLaRoe. And I think those opening packages, like you had to drop, I want to say at least four or $5,000 to get the merchandise to be able to sell it. Because you could only sell the merchandise that you had. And my company is not that way. So yes, those people, you'd have to sell, I think at least 50% of your stock in order to like make a dollar or whatever. So yeah, I get it that there's a lot of people that lose money because there's a lot of people that aren't doing it to try and build a business. And there are a lot of people that are starting off way farther into debt of trying things than, than they probably should be. So I also think it's not talked about, but it should. And I actually looked up to see if I could find some stats and I sure did, but it's estimated that there are 74% of people who try sales jobs fail. (laughs) And that's not MLMs and direct sales companies are, there are sales and you have to sell stuff. And in order to sell stuff, you have to talk about stuff, right? And even if you absolutely love the product, it takes practice and time to feel like you're not being salesy, like you're not pushing your product on people. And they, if you have something that people really like to really gain the confidence to talk about it, of like, this is something I really like. You might like it too. This is what it helped me with. This is what it could help you with. And leave it just in their hands of, it's up to you. But sales isn't easy, you guys. And when it comes down to it, yeah, I have watched in my own team, we have had quite a few people give it a try, decide it's not for them, stop doing it. And when you stop doing it, then you can press out and you're no longer involved. So yeah, I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised if that number was pretty close to true. Um, okay. So those are just a couple things that I wanted to say to the MLM haters and to give you some perspective from my point of view, I also, the company that I signed up with had several things going for it that other companies don't have. And one of those, which I've talked about before, and I'll talk about again, is that it is mission-based, that we are just as interested in advocating and changing the laws as we are as providing a product for you that you might like. But we're also not even technically a direct sales company. So we are direct to consumer, which means you do not have to have a consultant to buy our products. And that is something that is just not true with a lot of people in the industry. So right now, if you don't want to support my business, but you want to try, you know, the beauty counter serum, cause you saw it in a magazine, you can go to beautycounter.com and buy it. You can go into one of our brick and mortar stores. We have one in Denver and New York and LA. You can go in and just buy it and walk out and leave, right? We also do partnerships with other businesses. So we did a limited edition of 
products in Target for a while. We also did a limited edition of products in Sephora. And there's probably going to be another one coming in the next couple of months is rumored. So that's a second way that differentiates us from other ones. If you want to try our products, you don't even have to deal with a consultant, right? So we have a mission. You don't have to deal with a consultant and you don't have to have product in your house. If you want to try selling beauty counter and you have never even tried a single thing, you can, (laughs) and you can sign up for $50 and give it a whirl. And I would love to see how you do. And I will even help you actually, because a good portion of why we're as successful as we are is because the education portion comes with, so our whole goal is to make sure you know how to find out if your products are good for you or not, and what products you're using, what the ingredients are. So a mission-based company where you don't have to pay thousands of dollars to try, where you get to educate people and If people don't want to, (laughs) if they don't want to buy through you, they can go because some of our stuff is legit, really exceptionally good and is spa grade and is excellently sourced. Um, Again, I might be biased because I've been involved. So my last thing that I just wanted to say is if you have someone that's considering it, do not off the bat poo-poo it. Do not give them your point of view of, I hate them. I think they're terrible. Listen to them and listen for what you would consider some red flags, right? And be clear that there is some responsibility in, in how much they're willing to spend to try something. And there's also a, a lot to be learned about how they feel about sales, why they think they want to try it, how they might be good at it. And also listen to um, and ask questions about how the person who's trying to recruit them runs their business, because that will answer a lot for how predatory they are or how toxic they are and how they run their business will be a great influence on how your friend does too. So know that they may try it and hate it, or they may try it and love it. And they may try it and love it and inspire other people to love it too, which is my hope for my team and for anybody listening to this. All right. Those are some thoughts. I'm sure there'll be more throughout the days as we talk more about my life. All right. Bye y'all.